forever. Dog! Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary Stories, stories to Tell, to on, the tell on the Pod. It's a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things you tell us about, real things that happened, real things that didn't happen, fake things that happened, fake things that didn't happen, <laughs> and um, cats who talk like people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heavily featured. Plant, plants that look like men at night. <laughs> um, you know, sort of. Sort of soothing sounds that you'd you'd say to a scared horse. Mm-hmm. That's soothing our soothing sounds about scary things. Yeah, these aren't what the podcast is, but it also is frequently what we talk about. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. And uh, for the time being, we are focusing on scary stories that happened to you that you sent us and told us about. Yes, because the oral tradition is powerful. Mm-hmm. And we need each other. And that's that. And, and there are so many good ones that you've all sent. They're really coming. Th- they're just pouring through the threshold now, which I really love. It's really exciting. We've got such a good backlog. So if you sent them, hang tight. If you haven't, keep them coming. Right. That doesn't quite make sense, but. <laughs> do you, I do this all the time where I mix up my, um, I mix, I, not my analogies. I mix up my metaphors. Yeah. Uh, could you do an example of one? Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm just pushing the cat up the hill. <laughs> that would be very difficult. To that do. would be hard now that I think about it. I'm just yeah. drinking from I'm just drinking from the end of a long candle. You know what I mean? Like just things that are like, oh, th- th- somewhere there's a euphemism about that word, but I'm using it um, in an inventive way accidentally. Oh, I that's where I live. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, I get it. I do that all the time. I just have made my peace with the idea that like, I used to say smart, coherent things and that will now just never happen again that I've yes. thoroughly cooked my mind by staring at, um, rectangles of hatred for mm. 10 to 12 hours a day. <laughs> I definitely feel like when I started teaching, I was probably a little too young and I wore a blazer to make up for that. <laughs> and I think, I think maybe when I was wearing a blazer, I was saying I was like thinking harder about what I was saying. And then at, after a certain point, I was like, I'm now in my late 20s. I don't have to wear the blazer anymore. And then I became a full, incoherent blob of nothing. Oh, um, absolutely. So we'll see how this one goes. Hey, so thanks for tuning in and listening. More thanks power to you. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, <laughs> cool. Should we dive in? I'd love to. Can I give a quick little update about uh, the naked man on our street who's been smashing windows? Yes. Um, so someone posted on the building Facebook group last night uh, at two in the morning that they heard a loud banging as though a hammer was hitting uh, one of the entryways into the building. And they looked out. Uh, it was the side entrance. They looked out their window to see and they couldn't see anyone, but they could hear the banging. They were like, that's so peculiar. And they went down and they checked the entrance and um, – there were gashes and hammer marks on the inside of the door. <laughs> oh my god! So the hammer yeah. was banging from inside the door. Yes, uh, true. 
Why does your building have locks or keys at all? People are just in and out. It is mind-blowing to me. There's also people having parties. It's a really upset it's it's a really upsetting um series of events to have happen. And apparently <laughs> apparently one of the residents went to the like um office building manager who's down there and was like, Hey, there are these pictures, this thing happened, and then the guy like broke into the building the other day and flipped over all the furniture and dumped a bunch of trash in the laundry room, like is there something that we can do, like maybe some new locks or um, – and then the the building office manager was like, listen, it's the city. <laughs> it's like, yes, but also come on. Um, every building manager everywhere in the world, but especially in Los Angeles, is just like – I've never heard someone saying that their building manager did their job. I know. Well, this is what's so funny is like there's a pretty – I think the issue is that we just need we just need better locks and, you know, like that that kind of feels like – or just make sure that the doors close more heavily or whatever. Um, and they're like we're so powerless to that. On the other side, they have replaced our like carpet in the hallway like 12 times because they're like we're so sorry. We're no, we know the color is a little too bright so we're replacing the carpet. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's just different people have different jobs. I know, oh but the, the hammer was coming from inside the building is a true chill and very much within the vibe of this podcast. I know. I got absolutely shaken down over having an emotional support animal with me who I had paperwork for. Oh, um, God. And yet someone was taking full human dumps in front of the back <laughs> uh, door to the building about, I'll say twice, which is plenty. And uh. one of them, I famously, in a rainstorm, uh, I needed to get into the door and there was full human shit there and I picked it up wow. with two plastic bags, ran across a, oh, Anna. a running river of rainwater and threw it at a cement wall because that was <laughs> the best that I could do to get it away. Coincidentally, then, I think that's Marina Maria Bramovic's new <laughs> installation piece. It's the only honest good work I've ever done. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, anyway, Andrew, I can't believe that. Yeah, it's okay. It, we're we're fine. We have also the people have dogs in the building and they bark at the slightest noise. So I'm like kind of shocked at that. I, I I think we're all gonna be okay. I think this is a person who who probably needs help. Um, but it would be cool. It would be cool if they didn't have a hammer and we're we're bashing at things. I would. I, I just don't love that. It would be cool if there was a choice in between, like let something keep happening where the man himself and people in the building are at risk or yeah. like, have the police come and kill someone. I know. I know. <laughs> can we figure something know. out? Is anyone a city planner around who can figure this out? I don't even think um, we have to be like Denmark. I think it could just be like <laughs> not LA. Yeah. Denmark's solution is like, we'll take, we'll take whoever the, um, the person is and then they'll build a clock for the next 12 days and then, and then they'll be better after that. Yes. The time yeah. heals. Yeah, it would be like if your um, faucet were leaking and then your um, landlord came in and took off all the light switches. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's like, oh, that now a correct. new bad thing has happened and the problem is still there. It's <laughs> not good. Oh, boy. But enough of my scary stories. Let's get to your scary stories. Good idea. Also, I don't equate policing with minor inconveniences. Um, yes, just good point. that out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Um, Andrew, do you want to go first or should I? Um, I went first last time. Why don't, why don't we'll let you kick it off? Okay. 
Um, cool. So this one is a listener submitted um, story that was sent to our email, which is scary. What is it? Scarystorypod at gmail.com. And the password Correct. is. <laughs> I um, will never. I will always laugh at that joke because I think it's over. <laughs> it just genuinely is. It's when I, it's the two things I need to remember. So I feel as though you guys should all know it, too. Uh, um, this story was sent to us by Caitlin. Caitlin C. I won't say her full name in case she's like an FBI agent or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, uh, great. And this the subject line is haunted motel question. Mark? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Love this. Hey, Anna and Andrew. I have been loving this podcast. Thank you so much for spooking me, then making me laugh. Two of my favorite things in these strange times. I was very excited to discover that you love listener stories, and I have a real doozy for you. Beware! (laughs) I love the word beware. Me too. It's just, it's like saying avast. It's just. I like saying it to a kid instead of, oh, be careful. Oh, beware. Beware. (laughs) Beware, don't touch my drink. (laughs) Beware. I have given people nightmares from relaying the story. Please proceed with caution. Oh, God. In the fall of 2018, my now fiance and I took a trip to northern Michigan slash Traverse City area for a color tour. Color, Oh, like um leaves. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Our plan was to stay on one end of the tunnel of trees, <gasps> tour oh. the lakeshore, wine taste, relax, and enjoy the beautiful autumn colors. Wow. Lovely. The hotel my fiancé wanted to stay in was already closed for the season, so he opted for a cheaper yet still charming motel in the country. Um, I will also say, like, motels in certain areas are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I have, I think growing up in, like, the tri-state area of New York, or, like, spending a lot of time in the tri-state area of New York, motel is often where, like, um, you might buy an organ off the black market. That's like my association. But yeah. like in scenic places, there's some really gorgeous motels. Yeah. Like when I went to beautiful, the jungles of Colombia and there was like somewhere to stay, they were like, Oh, we don't really have hotels. We just have hostels. I was like, great. And then it was like a gorgeous, like hillside farmhouse. <gasps> oh, wow. The words mean different things depending on where you are. Yes. Um, I hate myself too. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> this was not your typical trashy roadside motel like the one from Schitt's Creek. This was very 60s hunting lodge, like a uh, hunting lodge like motel with a beautifully dated common room where we ate breakfast and chatted with the employees. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Our room was quaint, though musty smelling, with wood paneled walls, wooden duck wall hangings, duck oil paintings, and tacky gold accents. It was cozy, but it left me feeling dot, dot, dot uneasy. Mm. Side note, I'm that type of weirdo who loves to go to thrift stores and antique shops just to walk around and sense out the objects that feel like they carry heavy or negative energy. Uh Uh-oh. So I like to fancy (laughs) that I have a sense of the paranormal or haunted. And side note, I didn't think much of the weirdness in the room as we weren't planning on spending much time there. We were the only people in the motel at the time. Uh Oh, and everything was pretty quiet. One night, however, something very strange happened. My fiance was fast asleep and snoring. I was slowly drifting off when I heard and felt this weird sensation in my right ear. At first, I thought it must be a gnat or a mosquito buzzing around. But when I tried to lift my hand to swat the bug away, I realized I wasn't able to move. I knew about sleep paralysis and assumed this must be something like that. I wasn't afraid. I didn't see the point in it. I was unable to move. Whatever was going to happen was going to happen. I just wanted to sleep. Okay, Caitlin is very strong. 
Yeah, Caitlin, wow. Like, so what? The devil's holding me down. Whatever. As long as I can catch my Z's. <laughs> Caitlin is a warrior woman. <laughs> this buzzing in my ear persisted. In fact, it grew louder. I could hear my fiance snoring away next to me, though I was unable to turn my head to look at him. I thought if I could wake him up, he would be able to help me. I tried to say his name, but the only sound that came out was a sad-sounding whimper. Oh. Then the buzzing intensified and shifted into both my ears. Out of the corner of the ceiling came a thick, black, heavy shadow. As it poured out of the ceiling, it took the shape of a hooded figure. No, 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 no. It slowly drifted toward me, and as it drew closer, the buzzing gained a ringing sound that resonated through my head. Still unable to move and unable to make any sounds other than a whimper, I watched this thick mist. <laughs> I mean, tag yourself. I mean, I, thick mist is my astrological sign for sure. <laughs> like I'm there a little bit, but also a lot. It made its way to the end of the bed by my feet, and its black bony hand reached toward my feet, which were uncovered, and grasped my ankle. Its grip was icy cold. It pulled on my ankle and slowly pulled me out of bed. (gasps) I hit the ground with a heavy thud I thought would certainly wake my fiancé. It didn't. Oh, no! I was still unafraid. In fact, I felt very inconvenienced by this disruption. I was just minding my own business and trying to sleep. But this shadow figure continued to drag me across the carpet toward the side of the room where it came from. If I had been able to speak, I would have yawned right in its face, quote unquote face, and said, you're going to have to try harder to scare me. Caitlin. Caitlin. Your name can't be Caitlin. It has to be like Rose or like. Yeah. Deirdre. Hilda. (laughs) Suddenly, it lifted me up by my waist and pulled me up into the air. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. We hovered there for a moment, and I looked down at the bed where my fiancé was sleeping peacefully. The figure pulled me up to the corner of the ceiling and tried to take me away. But as I'm a human and not a specter, I was unable to go through the wall like the figure. It lost its grip on me as it disappeared from whence it came, and I dropped to the floor. The buzzing in my ears faded away rapidly, and I was able to move again. I climbed back into bed, went over what happened in my mind, and went to sleep. In the morning, I told my sister, who also loves to join me in antique antique store mediumship, and asked if she knew which hotels and motels were haunted in this area. She claimed to have found an article about this particular motel that told stories of ghosts, but she didn't send me the link, and I was unable to find the same one. The next night, there were some new guests one room away from ours. I was fully prepared to face the shadow figure again. But instead, I heard a lot of commotion, bumping, thumping, yelling, and general distress from the new guests. I assumed the shadow figure found me very boring and had more fun spooking people who were actually afraid. (laughs) To this day, I'm not sure if it it was a very vivid dream, yes, or an actual event. No, But everyone everyone I've told has been very spooked, and some even told me to never mention it again. Thanks again for your lovely podcast, Spookly Yours, Caitlin. Caitlin, that is terrible. I mean, here's what really resonates with me about that. So this like question of like of like what really happened. It is very rare in sleep paralysis, at least from the stories we've been sent and also experiences we've read about, to, to have the experience of being removed from your bed. So that is extraordinarily scary. Like even if it was just a dream, that's very scary. It's scary. I, I- 
I, I'm I'm rarely sure of something. I'm mm-hmm. usually like 45% sure at most. Um, I'm very sure that this is sleep paralysis because ghosts are not real. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, like, this ghosts is where, are real for this fun, is where our like Mulder Scully um, relationship emerges. You know? I know. I know. You come for the tension. I, I was born a Mulder and I'm growing into a Scully. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like sleeping in a new place is classic for sleep paralysis. Yeah. The mist swirling on the ceiling. I experienced that when I had my like first big sleep paralysis. There was like uh, oh, a, that's right, a yeah. gathering storm on the ceiling, which was so crazy. If you don't know what sleep paralysis is, um, pause the pod, look it up. It's very spooky doo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where a lot of Greek myths about succubus and incubus come from. Um, it's where the word nightmare comes from. It's all very educational. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, because the horse that sort of stands in the corner, like, panting. Yes, that um, is so bizarre. Our, our minds are brains. nonsense. Yeah. Human minds are uh, draft one at best. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, like, the uh, buzzing is not as much a thing, but it's more like chanting. Like, so mm-hmm. sort of like a communal big sound. Um, yeah. It's all, it all feels very standard to me. The like getting picked up to the ceiling is different, but I think this was a dream. I think she had some different kind of tap water. It's <laughs> a little weird. Got that Traverse was, City tap water. Something that is really compelling about this to me, in addition to being excellently told, um, is that the, the sensation of feeling yourself fall back down to the ground. And then when she came to, she was standing and looking down at her, at her husband. Is that, is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? Um, I thought she had fallen. Oh, okay. Let me uh, yeah. see. Because, yeah, there's something – I mean, that's very scary on multiple levels to, um, wait, to like, have that vision and that experience. And then, like, when you've regained control of your body to be, like, standing and looking down at your fiancé. That's, very, oh, that's yeah. very creepy to me. I know. It's um, scary to, like, find yourself not in your bed when you were – fast asleep i know i'm Um, also i love i love kitten's blase attitude towards the sleep paralysis demon i guess this is i think we've discovered a very very powerful weapon against ghosts is um a stank ass attitude (laughs) just a full-on bitchy bad vibe i love it i think it's so i want to go i want to go leaf peeping with caitlin um I don't know why this is jumping in my head. Anna and I, I, we probably have mentioned this before. Sorry to bring it up again. I'm just going to because it's at the forefront of my brain all the time. We Mm -hmm. started watching that Netflix show, uh, Selling Sunset, which, yes, we talked about this with Max Jenkins. Um, And what I'm imagining in this situation is if, like, Christine, the long blonde Mm -hmm. braid of the cast – um, if she experienced sleep paralysis, how she would confront a demon. And yeah, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin's attitude towards it, I find very admirable. I think it is something that I want to borrow and embody in my own interactions with the um, otherworldly. Yes, she would send the ghost like flowers at work. Yes. In order to say, I hate you. Oh, man. The. I'm sorry to do, we're just fully talking about selling sunset now. When she sent flowers to Chriselle and then forgot what the flowers were, were for, and she was like, Listen, I've done a lot for you. I sent you flowers when your dog died. And then Chriselle is like, You sent me flowers when my dad died. 
And Chriselle was like, all right, well, I guess we're just not going to see eye to eye here. <laughs> like skated right past that mortifying oh, apology, which I really navigate to. that. Yeah. Why solve a problem when you can ignore it? Um, <laughs> she's a queen. Oh. I love that. She's like full on Khaleesi wedding uh, at like a coworker's drinks thing. I know. It's so good. It's so she's good. A goddess. Um, she knows what shows she's on. And sorry, sorry, Caitlin, if we're projecting that onto you. But again, it's just like, this is a quality we admire in you. So um, there is sort of like a Midwestern no nonsenseness to her. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. A sort of like, listen, ghost, I'm here to see leaves and you're not a leaf. Yes. And doing a sort of elegant thing, like the um, seeing foliage at the turn of the seasons is like very cool and chic i think yeah. you gotta um, plan you gotta plan to see the leaves yeah. you can't go in november and be like maybe there's still some yeah plans are chic and we all know it <laughs> well thank um, you so much caitlin caitlin this was so good oh how scary um okay here's mine i i wanted to go second because it has a twist and i just Love it very much. Okay, good. Um, so, the, first of all, the subject of this email uh, is Nightmare Shed, which, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Good. That's uh, my body is... type. <laughs> <laughs> are you more hourglass? Are you more willowy? Or are... <laughs> Spider oh, bikes. That, that tickles me. All right, here we go. Nightmare Shed. Uh, And this is from Ace. Hello, Anna. Hello, Andrew. First of all, let me say, fuck, and I cannot stress this enough, white supremacy. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Ace. Extraordinarily, yes. What a great way to open an email. We agree. Also, you are both such complete delights. Thank you. Oh, thank you. A few years ago, my partner bought a house, and we moved in together. The house itself is a small, old weatherboard number uh, with not a huge amount about it changed since it was built, roughly 1940s. Seriously, we just had the asbestos roof removed and replaced. <gasps> that asbestos is no joke. I love and that smell. <laughs> I I just – what was I – oh, I was watching um, about how people died in Edwardian and Victorian times. And uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that asbestos, the issue with it is that it's tiny little um, like shards and they impale themselves in your lungs and things. And that's the issue. You can't get them out. They're like stuck in there. Um, That's bad. That's hard to get out. Yeah. Very hard to get out. So that's, but I'm glad, I'm glad Ace, you and your partner figured that out. Okay. Um, this includes an extra detached small weatherboard room out back. My guess is that it was the old-timey laundry or washroom. It had been turned into a small tool shed. The first time I set foot in there, I felt funny and wanted out immediately. It was dark and full of cobwebs and dust, and there was a really creepy child's painting on the wall. No, no, no. no. A painting on the wall of a shed? Oh, and the floor was dirt. So obviously that's where the bodies are buried. <laughs> it has to I be. dubbed it. I dubbed it the nightmare shed. I refused to go in. And the rule was that the door remained closed with the latch across. Nowhere in the house gave me bad vibes except the nightmare shed. Isn't that, isn't that wild how there are sometimes you like walk into a room and you're like something bad happened here, <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, that's very scary. Recently, in a flurry of DIY, my partner, S, replaced the roof with laser light. Laser light? That what is must that? be a material? 
Yeah. Not a superpower that S has. (laughs) Or like some sort of fun, like Swedish dorm room (laughs) sort of thing. Uh, Replaced the roof with laser light and gutted the interior in an effort to transform Nightmare Shed into friendly greenhouse. (laughs) Wait, I'm looking up laser light. Okay. It's making me think – I just watched a scary movie called Session 9, which was about um, a horror movie about replacing uh, asbestos, which was very scary. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, Highly recommend. Oh, oh, okay. It's like corrugated iron but clear. Oh, that's nice. Oh, then that's a great greenhouse. Oh, that makes total sense. It's like a greenhouse thing, yeah. Gotcha. Um, however, this renovation uncovered the terror I had suspected all along. S excitedly invited me into the shed to witness their progress. I tentatively entered. I froze. My face went cold and prickly. Behind what had previously been plasterboard, scrawled into faintly, scrawled faintly in gray lead on the far wall were two words. Stop her. Okay. That's the scariest thing I can imagine. I, the the a command, a creepy command found scrawled is very scary. It also doesn't like it doesn't make enough sense to be like a fake trumped up ghost story. Right. Like it's, it's just j- random enough to kind of read. I I love it. I I think it's this is a this is a perfect uh yeah, the specificity is perfect. S then proceeded to call me an idiot and steered me closer to the wall, looking at a slightly different angle. It didn't say stop her at all. It was the end of the name Christopher. <laughs> there were other <laughs> There were other names on the wall, and in addition to the creepy painting, a bunch of kids' handprints in white paint. It must have been a cubby house at some point. I'm a moron. Get out, Ace XXX. <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. I Ace. Oh my God, Ace. Thank you, Ace's thank you, partner. and S. Thank you. Wow. Um. Oh my God, that's perfect. It's so good. I I love this so much because. What it feels like is the the like fake out in a horror movie where yeah, we're like operating under the assumption stop her, super scary. Then it's revealed to be Christopher, not scary. Then you pull the wall the wallpaper back more and it says like Christopher is dead, like something scarier, you know? Yeah. But I much prefer living in the laugh moment. Christopher Devin. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, and and sweet. Ace very kindly sent uh pictures and Frankly, I would think that – look, if I was looking at it immediately, I would assume it was stop her as well. Like that's where my eye goes oddly. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Chris Topper knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, could you screenshot and send it to me? Yes, absolutely. Um, it's a little faint, so you'll have to – but then, yeah, then it's like someone else's – like Steven maybe or St- Stan, Kristen. Um, yeah. Step him, Stefan. <laughs> Step him. <laughs> All right. I'm sending it to you, Anna. 
Uh, yeah, these are so good. I think about this all the time when people are renovating the the creepy things they come across. I mean, I def I hid. Um, oh gosh! And now, as I'm going to say this out loud, I've realized I'm realizing how scary this is. I uh, took off the head of I I think it was like a a Wolverine toy. And I put it in a floorboard of our attic in our house in New Hampshire, which I don't know. Maybe when people discover it, who knows if Wolverine will still be sort of in the public consciousness. But um, I guess any toy is not as is not as frightening. I don't know. I think unless your name were like Anne, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, if Anne. your name is Killian, it could look like Kill Ian. Yeah, that's true. Man, I love that. Hello, my name is Anne Killhim. <laughs> it's on the oh, center yeah. plane, Anna. Oh, yeah. I see it. Well, because the R, they ran out of room, so the R had to go under the E. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gosh, it happens like, all the time. There's like a board that goes over in a new place, and I think it's sort of, it definitely looks like Stopper. Oh, my God. I know. Um, these were these were such good ones. These are really good ones, and I have to say they were told in the right order. Yeah, I, I think sometimes when I uh, again like Anne and I are both uh, my favorite murder fans, and they're usually they like end on the more lighthearted one. Although occasionally it might be nice for us to switch it up. Sometimes we'll end on a really scary one, but we'll see. I know it just depends on what sort of mood we're in. Yeah, but truly, all the stories we've gotten have been such gems. Uh, we so appreciate you sending them, and we get such a glimpse. I think what I've been super impressed by is with each of these stories, we get such a sense of who the sender is. You know, like yes. the voice in which it's told is so clear, uh, and it's almost like we're meeting you, which is super fun. We love to meet people. We used to do it, and I hated it then. And Gather now around, I love to children. Meet- <laughs> I'm like when someone is walking their dog and the dog is jumping around too much and pulling the leash too much and the owner looks embarrassed because it's so clear that they don't walk their own dog enough. Oh wow. That's how I feel <gasps> when I see people. That's true, Anna. Does anyone else judge people when their dogs are too excited? <laughs> Sorry. I used to be good and now I'm bad. Have you seen these ads have been going around like on Instagram and things and I'm 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 like is this being targeted to me in a weird way where it's um it's called like what's your impulse it's a game where it shows you a picture and it's like who is the baby's real mother yeah. and it shows like a baby and then like three very different women and then you have to pick it's like such a I find them very unsettling to see because I think that's we're not supposed to do that right like our our split decision judge, judgments, or are we? I don't know. What's it called? What's your in? I I can't. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I think it's like brain teasers or something. But it's like it's always. Oh, the one that I can always think of is it's like it's always involving parents and children, which is very strange. It'll be like a man yelling at another man holding a child's hand, saying, "Hey, that's my kid," and then it will be like, "Who's the real dad?" And then it will like, I don't know, it'll kind of animate and then you click on it. And then there's another one where there's a baby in a baby carriage. And then there's like three very different women. There's kind of like a bourgeois woman with like a big scarf. And there's like a harried um, like business woman. And then there's like just a kind of a ghostly woman. Oh, my God. I can't wait to do these. Have you found it? I did. (laughs) I'm scared. What's it called? 
seven second riddles. Oh yeah, I think thing? that's it. Yep. The real, I don't know. Well, it's confusing. And then it's that, and then like um, weird, like very sad, weighty, um, like uh, stories of people looking for their birth mother. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, no. And then like Facebook riddle videos. <laughs> I'm. What's What's strange to me? Okay, so there's like yeah, there's like the argument that is. That you should – your gut instinct is always right, right? Or like go with that gut instinct. And then there's the argument where it's like always question that gut instinct. And I don't know. I think um, – I don't have answers. But I've read two and a half Malcolm Gladwell books enough to say that we need to uh, relook at some of our split decisions. Um, but then that some of them have value. Yes. I've also found one that is who is the real mother and it's goats. And it's 14 minutes and 55 seconds. Now this I'm into. <laughs> yes. This I'm on board with. Wow. Um, wow. Oh, well, this was a fun one. Thank you, guys. Um, should we do um, scary ideas for things that could happen? Oh, yes. I would love that. Okay. Do you have one or should I go? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. You find on the sidewalk a new lamp. And it's such a nice lamp. It's sort of a deep teal glass body with like a like an orchid color. No, scratch that. With like a never mind. You find a lamp and the color is nice. And you pick it up and you take it home. And you go to plug it in. And then you see, instead of two prongs, there's only one. And then you blink, and there's three. And then you blink again, and there's seven. And then you hear from behind you. (laughs) April Fools! And then, and then... You turn around and it's it's legendary comedian Richard Lewis. <laughs> that, that could, could happen. happen. Wow. What a shock to that's find Richard in, in such a location. You can't tell me that's not a scary story. No, that is. Uh, anytime a comedian is suddenly behind you, it's a scary story. I know. Um, okay. I think I've got it. You've decided you're going to treat yourself. So you whip up a batch of brownies and you see on the instructions, it says to preheat your oven. And you go to your oven and you turn it to preheat. But then you discover that your oven doesn't say preheat. It says pre-eat. And then you look and the brownies are gone and you're suddenly full and the taste of brownies is in your mouth. That, that could, could happen. happen. Andrew pre-eats. This is you how pre-eat. I cook. <laughs> no, you ate it before you even started it. You know what I mean? You really did. It also is clear from our stories that we have not left the house. I know. I know. We're truly just looking around. 
I know. We're like, lamp is my friend. This is what happens when you have zero external stimuli. You know, this is just the answer. Wow. Makes you think. Makes you think. As it turns out, in in stark contrast to what I would have told you a year ago, um, going outside is good. (laughs) Going outside is good. Whatever, I hate myself. I just that was the sentence equivalent of saying hashtag adulting. I'm bad. I shouldn't talk. Why do I have a podcast? This is bad. Because because oh oh sorry. <laughs> I thought I heard a scary noise, but it wasn't. No. Um my <laughs> oven is also currently preheating. It's preheating. Uh, Anna, you have a podcast because we are in it together and uh and people are kind enough to tune in maybe they think we maybe they think it's a -a make-a-wish but it's a -a make-a-wish for um people who are whose heads are just sick it is we're adults and we're fine but we still got (laughs) make-a-wish they forgot to write down fully what make-a-wish is on the rules (laughs) Um, well thank you so much everybody again you can follow us on instagram and twitter at scary story underscore pod uh, and you can email your stories to us at scarystorypod at gmail.com. Yes, and the password is private. <laughs> the password you is private. Know. You can't know. Uh, we there love y'all. We love y'all. And um, to all of the people listening here tonight, get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.